pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, Tuesday edition, Roto Grinders, Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Always brought to you by our friends over at Fantasy Draft, and uh, hopefully you check them out here tonight. A wonderful slate of DFS. And, uh, you know, I was looking around, and I think it was DraftKings has four first basemen. Four for the uh, Baltimore Orioles. So... Instead of playing over there today, why not you play on Fantasy Draft where you can actually roster all four of those guys if you want to. That's right. You can uh, have the infield, outfield, utility, the flexibility to build lineups, especially for baseball. I'll tell you what uh, is the way to go. So uh, I think it limits some of the player overlap. It uh, it minimizes the uh, need to, uh, to game stack. And uh, I'll tell you what, really liking the product over there on fantasy draft hopefully you check them out tonight uh always promo code grinders when you do that three months of premium here on rotogrinders.com all right let's uh get into this tuesday slate it's a big one it's a monstrous one and uh it's really setting up to be a fun one because we've got preeminent pitching we've got some low dollar pitching we've got gas cans galore so i think uh there's not going to be a ton of lineup overlap. I think obviously some of the bigger starting pitchers will probably garner, you know, kind of chalk status tonight. But from the bat side of things, there are so many different places we can go for bats. So let's get into it and uh, hopefully help you uh, cash some lineups here tonight in Daily Fantasy. All right, let's start with the pitching here today. And, um, kind of go through most of these games and just kind of give you my thoughts on, on where I'm at if guys are very viable. Um, Washington Padres, Lauer versus Hellickson, that's a pass. Uh, Braves versus Phillies, Velasquez versus McCarthy, that's a pass for me. Velasquez has been really good the last two starts, and I think you could make a case that he's back in play here once again, but I'm a little bit nervous in this start. Um, there's a number of other guys I'd rather, I think, go with in the mid-sevens over on DraftKings tonight. Um, we'll see if this kind of K upside can continue, um, but I somewhat have my doubts on that. Uh, I guess last start wasn't crazy upside. He only had five strikeouts, but he had 12 the game prior. Um, the one start versus Atlanta he's had this season went really, really poorly. Four innings, seven hits, uh, and negative point four 
fantasy points for you. And then the opening day against Atlanta didn't go much better. So two really rough starts versus the Braves. I think that's a pass for me on him. Cleveland and Chicago, going to avoid the pitchers there. LA and Toronto, Richards versus Hap. Uh, Again, minus 106 on either side here. Run totals in the fours. I don't think I want to go here. I mean, Richards might be the guy that I'd consider between the two. Hap is kind of priced up at 9.5, but there's other guys in that mid-seven range that uh, I think I'm looking at tonight. Uh, And now let's get to a game that I am interested in. That's the Marlins and the Mets. And I think this is definitely one of those games where you can look at both pitchers and feel like they're squarely in play. Uh, Caleb Smith, um, looking at our plate IQ premium, he came in at the uh, fourth best plate IQ premium score on this slate. And he's only 6,400 going against the New York Mets offense. That definitely leaves uh, a bit to be desired. Now, Smith, you know, he's actually had really good strikeout numbers to this point in the season. Um, but I do think that it looking back at his minor league numbers, I don't know how sustainable they necessarily are. But, you know, I think there's a lot to like about this matchup. We got, I don't want to say cold temperatures, but it's not... 80 degrees, sunny, wind blowing out like we've got other places, 61 degrees, um, kind of a little bit of uh, wet and rainy. And I think Caleb Smith is somebody that we can kind of look at here just a little bit. Um, when we bring up the uh, the plate IQ in this matchup here versus the New York Mets, uh, the Mets with a 23% K rate there versus lefties. And, you know, that's pretty impressive number there. And the numbers overall just you know, don't really worry me too much. I mean, especially when you take Cespedes out of that lineup, you know, guys like Conforto and Bruce, um, you know, minimized a little bit. We've got, you know, even as Drupal Cabrera, you know, the Woba's fine versus lefties, but the power takes a pretty big dip with an ISO 1.19. So uh, I, I think Caleb Smith is squarely in play uh, here tonight uh, against a, just a New York Mets team that I just don't, particularly love and then on the flip side we've got Zach Wheeler who not a great pitcher hasn't really lived up to the hype and he has gotten crushed by lefties so Dietrich and Bohr those are the guys that I think we need to you know he needs to avoid you're looking at a 353 Woba and a 216 isolated power against lefties since the beginning of last year but those are really the only two lefty bats that he has you know guys like Prado and Real Muto and Castro Anderson all coming from the right side. You get the pitcher spot. I think you can make a case for him. Um, uh, you know, Vegas has this game, you know, set up at what? Minus 120 favorite for Wheeler, uh, plus 108 there for Smith. The thing about it is, Smith saves you 800 bucks. So I think on a day like today, there's so many great bats for us to go to. I'd probably take the savings and roll with Caleb Smith over Zach Wheeler in that game. So. I think both those pitchers, though, viable for your lineups. Chris Sale against the Tampa Bay Rays. You can fire away at Chris Sale, and I wouldn't blame you uh, one bit. Uh, you know, he's one of the best pitchers in the league. He's got a 34% K rate in 94 at-bats uh, against these Rays hitters. Um, yeah, he should be in a smash spot. I mean, we've got a slugging percentage against him in those 94 at-bats of 277 and an OPS of 511. So Sale should be able to get it done. Good ballpark to pitch in as well out there in the trop. Vegas loves him at minus 215. 
So, you know, bombs away today with Chris Sale, and there's definitely ways to get him into the lineup. Probably going to be the chalkiest pitchers on the slate tonight, and rightfully so. Uh, Pittsburgh against the Reds. Tyon gets Matt Harvey. Uh, man, I'd love to think that Jamison Tyon's going to kind of get back to the early season form that we've seen. And you know, he hasn't been abysmal uh, in his last couple of starts, 13 and 15 DraftKings points. And in those games, he didn't pick up win points. And the interesting thing is, you know, 5.2 innings pitched, 5Ks, 3 innings pitched, 5Ks. I think he might have left early with a blister in that one. Um, so he didn't pitch particularly deep in the games. The strikeouts were there um, and obviously didn't get the the win points to go along with it. With Matt Harvey pitching on the other side, I think that offense for Pittsburgh should be able to give him the support. I don't think it's impossible for him to get up into the 20s here today. We've got him projected at 16 fantasy points. Is he going to give us a 40 like we saw uh, the last start against Cincinnati, I don't know, but I don't think it hurts going into this game where he threw a one-hitter versus this team earlier in the season. So, you know, that's not obviously, you know, the, the the top metric for me to look at, but I think it does put him in play at a reasonable salary at 7,300. FanDuel is 78, Fantasy Draft 14-4. So I like him. Uh, I don't love him, but he's in the rotation of pitchers today, and I think on this slate, rotation is going to be what you're going to want to do if you're mass multi-entering. Diamondbacks Brewers, no pitching. I'm going to go with Domingo German against Cole Hamels there in Texas. I'm going to pass on German. Um, Fair salary at 6.6K today and against a very strikeout-prone team. Just don't know. I mean, he has two starts under his belt. I think he went like five innings in his last one. I just question how deep they're going to let him go into the game. The hitting environment, you know, 87 degrees out there in Texas. I just think that there's other spots we can look at. And now this one is really interesting because DraftKings and Fantasy Draft are putting a carrot out in front of us and daring us and just daring us to play Lance Lynn tonight. He's 4,500 against the Detroit Tigers, an offense that's just bad. And um, But Lynn himself, he's not been great. Now, you know, looking at his his range here, he's had games of five, two, less than one, negative three, and negative point four. Okay, um, and then he's had games of twenty two point five, twenty two point oh five, and twenty two point seven against Houston and the White Sox. So he's he's had two really good starts, and at forty five hundred, he doesn't even need to get you. 22 fantasy points. Now, we got him projected at 16. That feels like an aggressive, um, a pretty aggressive projection for him. But at 4,500 on this slate, I think he's going to garner some ownership. And I think he should because there are so many really great batting spots that we want. And we've got the chalk expensive pitchers up top with Garrett Cole and Chris Sale. So I think a lot of people are going to go there. And, and I think it makes a, a ton of sense for tournaments. I do think it's a little bit risky for GPPs because I do think you can actually, or excuse me, for cash games, because I actually do think you can spend up for the top two pitchers in cash today and find enough cheap bats to make it worthwhile, which we'll obviously talk about here in the second half of the podcast. But um, I just don't know that... That's really the uh, the route that you know I kind of want to take here in cash games is relying on a guy like Lance Lynn 
who has, you know, the possibility of giving you negatives. I don't think that's going to happen here versus Detroit, but, uh, you know, he's definitely not a great pitcher. But DraftKings and Fantasy begging you to take him in your lineups today. And I think uh, with the build, um, a lot of people will. All right, let's look at a few other potential options for us here tonight. And, um, you know, Kevin Gossman gets the Chicago White Sox today. Uh, really, you know, tough matchup in the sense of he could get blown up if this White Sox team gets hot with the bats. There's no question that, you know, they've got huge home run ability. Um, but Gossman's a guy that definitely has some strikeout upside. This is a team that does K a lot. I think I'd play him in GPPs. I'm not ready to go there in cash games because I do think there's some risk uh, with these White Sox bats. But the good news is, um, you know, the temperature in Chicago, you know, 55 degrees, not great hitting weather, at least tonight. We kind of saw that yesterday with these two teams. Um, But Gossman, I think he's in play um, just based on what he can do well and what the White Sox do poorly, which is making contact, but I'm not ready to go kind of cash games on him tonight. Uh, Garrett Cole, great play today versus the Giants. I mean, you look at at San Francisco, an implied run total under three. We've talked about how bad they are versus righties this season. Now they're getting one of the most unhittable guys in the league here. This is a complete smash spot for him. I think there's a case to be made with Cole you know, and sale, like I talked about. And I think you could even say that sale, that Cole could be a better option than sale. The one drawback here, I think a a little bit better pitching environment out there in Tampa, even though he is on the road. Uh, I don't say a better offense behind him, but, um, you know, Boston right now is just insane with the bats. So both these guys are one and one a for us tonight the best way to break it down. Uh, Royals and Cardinals, Luke Weaver against Jason Hamill. Um, Pretty low implied run total there for the Royals at 3.44 tonight. And, uh, you know, the Cardinals have been getting it done here lately. You know, it was Flaherty uh, a couple of nights ago. Another pretty good performance by their pitchers last night. And, you know, I I think that we can give Weaver some consideration here. His last start, his last two starts, have been really good. 22 fantasy points um, uh, against Philadelphia, 20 fantasy points there against San Diego. And we just got a Kansas City team that um, I just don't believe is a particularly great hitting squad. The price is a little bit higher. There's a lot of guys in that sevens range. He's 87 on DraftKings, 16K on Fantasy Draft, and then 6,400 on FanDuel is a really nice price for him over there. That might be his most desirable spot. But definitely a guy who uh, you know has some K upside. Um, we've seen seven and six, seven and six, three and four, four and four, six and five. So he's over a K in inning, I believe, this season. And uh, if he can keep that going here against the Royals, I like it. Typically, Kansas City not a huge strikeout team, a little bit more than maybe in years past with you know Jorge Soler in the lineup, but. Uh, I'm okay with Weaver. He's in my rotation of pitchers today. And I think Trevor Cahill is also in my rotation here against Seattle. Um, great hitting or pitching environment today with the ballpark in Oakland, the weather about 60 degrees. So we don't have crazy heat like we have all over the place. And definitely been a guy who's been uh, who's been a steady performer for us this year. Uh, last start against Boston, you know, got a little bit 
uh, I don't say hammered, but three earned runs in five innings pitch. The fantasy numbers weren't great, but you th- take that one out. You got 34, you got 14, you got 14, you got 31. So all those numbers, you know, won't kill you. And two of them were excellent. Will win you tournaments. So uh, I like Cahill today against Seattle. And, um, you know, at that moderate price tag, he is the last guy that I think uh, I am looking to play here tonight in my GPP player pool. All right, so let's keep it rolling now on to the bats. That's right, bats. Who do we want to roster um, uh, at all of our positions? That's the way I break it down game by game. Might take me a month to get through them here on a Tuesday, so we'll go position by position. I'm going to kind of keep in mind somewhat the, the different builds that we have today because uh, if you want to, I think if you were putting Cole and Sale in a lineup together, you've got exactly like 3K to play with. So you need some guys under 3K, and then you want, you know, there's a handful of guys that we really want who are in the mid threes today, but you're not really getting anybody over 4K in your lineup if you're playing those two guys together. Now, if you um, decide to take a stud in Lance Lynn, you can kind of get what you want. Um, you want to take a stud and, you know, somebody like a, a Luke Weaver or a Caleb Smith, um, you could probably get one or two 4K guys in. So, you know, it's, that's what makes this such a fun slate and such a fun puzzle for us to figure out here today. Uh, all right, let's start a catcher. And uh, I think Alex Avila tonight, um, good hitting environment out there in Milwaukee, gets uh, Chassin, who has not been great versus lefties over the course of his career. And uh, Avila, a very low price tag today at just 2500 I think that's an interesting spot this game for runs on both sides. Um, I was talking with Jamino here earlier, and we were really kind of breaking down uh, Matt, you know, Cook, Cock, Coach, Cook, Cook. We'll call him Cook. I, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce that name. And I don't want to be put on a meme like Eric Crane. So either way you look at it, this guy's numbers are terrible. And I definitely think there's some spots for bats here. And I think even Manny Pena could be a guy that uh, that we could look at if he cracks the lineup. He's 3.2, so the salary is not particularly great for us today. But, you know, all these plate IQ premium um, ratings that we have today really skewing heavily towards the Milwaukee bats here tonight. So kind of keep that in mind. But I think for cash games, if you want to punt today, you've got Alex Avila, who looks, um, you know, mighty fine as as a play for us today. And I don't hate Martin Maldonado as well against Jay Happ. I don't want to really pick on him too much, but he's 2.5K. So he kind of fits in that, uh, in that you know, middle you know, or low tier for us tonight. Obviously the spends, you've got Gary Sanchez against Cole Hamels. I've said it before, I'll say it again. You know, Hamill's numbers are going to regress, I believe. And it's just a matter of the right team walking in and doing it. And this could be the right team. So if you want to stack up the Yankees, we know they are excellent versus lefties. Uh, If it's not Stanton, it's Judge. If it's not Judge, it's Didi. If it's not Didi, it's Sanchez. If it's not Sanchez, it's Tyler Austin. If it's not Austin, it's some guy named Glaber. Uh, if it's not Glaber, it's Andujar. I mean, they are loaded with the bats. Best tenure environment of the day. Makes all the sense in the world. If you're multi-entering, might want to do a Yankee stack or two in there. And Gary Sanchez could, uh, you know, easily, you know, be part of that, you know, stack for you tonight. 
Uh, let's see, a few other names that stick out. If you're on the BVP train, um, I think it's like... Uh, let me see if I where I got this tab. Okay, Jonathan Lucroy has just killed Mike Leak. Uh, given a lot of these numbers happened when he was in Milwaukee and a better hitter than he is today. But if you are a believer in BVP, 20 for 41 with three doubles and two home runs uh, and only four strikeouts in 41 at-bats. So uh, if you're team BVP, he should be on your BVP team. Um Besides that, you know, uh, this is probably a punt spot for me. You know, Beef Wellington didn't get it done for me yesterday. You know, that was a real letdown for my teams. I hit on a lot of good things yesterday, uh, and Beef was not one of them. But uh, in Chicago, not the best in your environment, but a nice salary on him at 3400 Prefer him versus lefties, but, you know, I think we could probably do worse than him today. Um... I'm not really picking on too many, you know, Trevor Bauer too much. Contreras at 4.3. I think the easy play there is simply going to be Gary Sanchez for 500 more. Um, Evan Gaddis, um, or and maybe whoever is at catcher for Houston today against Suarez. They've got a really monster kind of implied run total today. Um, Gaddis hasn't had a great year this year, no question about it. But, you know, middle 3Ks. Fine as a stack, but I'm probably just firing Avila on the cheap today uh, as I like that spot against Shasin. All right, moving on to first base. And, you know, we talked about cheap bats, and there's a handful here at this position under 4K that uh, looks pretty desirable. We'll start with Chris Davis against James Shields. What can we say? Shields is not good. Chris Davis is really not that great himself, but uh, if there's a matchup for him to potentially go yard, this feels like it, and he's got a great track record as well. Uh, five for 13, a double, and three home runs in his career with just three strikeouts against James Shields, and more importantly is he fits the build if you're spending up on expensive starting pitching. He's only 3,100 for us, so uh, that's you know right pretty much at that average per player that we're looking for, and yeah, I mean, lineup spot should be fine. Should probably be in the heart of that order. So I think Chris Davis, you know, could turn into, you know, a pretty chalky play when it's all said and done. Uh, we've got one of the hottest bats in baseball right now with Matt Ren or Mark Reynolds, and he gets Eric Lauer, uh, the lefty for San Diego. He hit two bombs yesterday. I'd expect that to inflate his ownership a little bit as well tonight, but... Um, you know, he's still pretty cheap at 3.7. We got Trumbo in that same game against Shields at 3.4. Uh, I mean, this is the place where I think you probably want to be living today outside of some stacks. And there's some first baseman stacks that I do like. Uh, I, I don't want to pick on Zach Wheeler. And I think stacking Marlins is always a mistake. But Justin Bohr at 3,400 with pretty elite numbers so far against righties this season 333 iso 396 woba and we talked about the struggles for wheeler versus lefties when those two things match up it's a pretty good spot to uh to play a guy uh, uh and then the two first basemen out there in milwaukee uh i think you've got paul goldschmidt uh you've got jesus aguilar aguilar you know maybe a really good spot for him to to hammer you know the the diamondbacks pitcher you know, Cook, uh, 317 average, 387 Woba, and a 268 ISO versus righty. It's a righty on righty matchup. So he has been just fine in that hand in this split here this season. He's 4,100, and I think his ownership is going to be pretty low. I don't think a lot of people are going to go there, but uh, I'm buying in to this team here tonight. So he's a guy that's squarely on my radar 
at this 4K price point. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to go through every player that we've got on the slate, but those guys, I think, really interesting today um, in stacks, for sure. And then, you know, Chris Davis looks like the cash option. All right, moving on to second base here tonight. Brian Dozier gets another lefty today. And he's kind of popping on the projections. 37 on FanDuel, 4K on DraftKings, 7,300 on Fantasy Draft tonight. And, uh, you know, gets a lefty in Boyd who uh, I'm just don't, not too worried about, like, feel like he should be able to hit him just fine. And, you know, our price per point projections usually have a bunch of two 3K guys. And he is second on the list here today at 4K. So they really like, you know, him compared to, a lot of the other options that we have out there. So he's fine. Uh, you know, absolutely rolling, you know, Correa and a Houston stack today is not going to be a bad move. Uh, Mac Harpenter's interesting. You know, we call it, touted him up yesterday and, you know, feels like some of that BABIP is starting to normalize and that hard contact is starting to result in, you know, positive outcomes. He's had multi-hit games in three of the last four. Um, one thing I did notice though, is he doesn't have a great track record at all versus, um, Jason Hamill here tonight. So again, this is more like a BVP, anti-BVP type of play, but I looked into it a little bit and, you know, there might be some good reason for it. It looks like Hamill's, you know, I think it's second favorite pitch behind the fastball is the slider. And that is the one pitch that Matt Carpenter has not hit particularly well. So we're looking at four for 29 in his career versus Hamill with 11 strikeouts. So a 178 Woba is not particularly great there. But the price is super attractive on him today. And the fact that he can play second and third base uh, on DraftKings is going to make him very attractive today. And I'm wondering what kind of ownership he drives because I do think a lot of people will just pay down for him today and load up on pitching because he falls into that kind of mid-3K salary that, you know, we're trying to get to tonight. So I think he's probably going to be more popular than he should be based on the matchup. But recent performance-wise, he has been excellent, and we'll see if that kind of continues here again uh, for... Matt Carpenter. Uh, Jonathan Scope against Shields. He's 3.9, so a little bit pricier than I probably want to go to. Um, but in any sort of, you know, stacking against James Shields, which is always recommended, uh, we can look at him. Um, Daniel Descalso is the price per dollar against Shasin that's popping today. And I don't know if I should believe these numbers because Descalso is like by the metrics this season, looks like a better hitter than Paul Goldschmidt. But we know, we know that is not the fact. But um, at 3100 um, definitely, you know, a, a, a decent price p- price point on him. And keep our eye on Jace Peterson. We'll see whether he cracks the lineup today. 2300 on FanDuel, 26 on DraftKings, 5K on Fantasy Draft as he's, you know, limits the upside a little bit. But you know, he's actually had fantasy points in every time that he's played since uh, May the 5th. That's right. Every time he's been on the on the field, whether it's in a, even a, it looks like a pinch running spot there, he even, or pinch hitting spot he's he's gotten on. So, Jace Peterson against James Shields. There's some cheap exposure that you can get to him. All right, let's keep it rolling here. Let's move on to third base. And... Uh, 
you know, I, I just don't want to fall for Martin Prado anymore. He's not good, but he's so cheap at 2.7K. So he's a path, but I don't see me going there. I just think there's better ways to play it. Anthony Rendon at 3,900. You know, he was a letdown yesterday. They scored a ton of runs, and he didn't have a whole lot to do with it. One single when it was all said and done uh, and a walk. But uh, he has crushed lefties for the better part of his career. Eric Lauer's pretty much a gas can. So uh, I think that Anthony Rendon, great play under 4K for us tonight. Uh, again, you can talk about some names we've already had. Reynolds, we've got uh, Carpenter as well with dual eligibility uh, at this position. Descalso as well. Uh, Zach Cozart against Jay Happ. Um, yeah, Happ's, you know, kind of minimized damage here. He hasn't been great, though, against the Angels. So, um, I don't know if confidence is going to be a little bit rattled going into this matchup, but he's 3,500. He's batting leadoff. Probably going to get the uh, extra at bat for him and definitely has, you know, double digit fantasy point. Not even upside, but he can get there fairly easily. So I don't mind him a little bit today. Rafael Devers, nice price tag on him at 3,300. Don't love the uh, hitting environment for him tonight, but we got him at like 1% owned and, um, yeah, it's not a bad price on him today. 3300 over on DraftKings. Uh, let's see. Probably not looking to Donaldson. This doesn't really feel like a huge pay-up spot for us tonight. Arenado, uh, you know, Chris Bryant versus Bauer. I mean, these guys are going to be really low-owned today. So, you know, if you want to really differentiate your lineups and try and, you know, shoot for some of these big bats that are going to have lower ownership than we've seen most of the season. It's a good slate to do it because I think most people are going to at least get one of those big bats and it's or big arms and it's going to limit uh, how they can, you know, build their lineups here tonight. So, um, yeah, those are, you know, a lot of the second and third basemen there on DraftKings kind of, um, you know, you can play at both those positions. All right, shortstop, this feels like a payup spot, uh, almost for sure. The problem is, again, if you go two big starting pitchers, you know, you're stuck playing, you know, Adri, uh, Adria Zana. Uh, I suck at names for like the Twins versus Matt Boyd batting ninth or somebody like that. You know, maybe Chris Taylor against Chad Bettis at 3,500. This is a spot, though, where if you need to go up a little bit, maybe this is the one spot you do it with uh, Carlos Correa against Suarez. He sh I think there's a good chance he hits a home run tonight. I think he's going to absolutely smoke this guy. And um, at 4,200, you know, we've got him. We've got Trey Turner as well. We've got Manny Machado at 5,500 against James Shields, who hit a, a home run yesterday. So, like, I love, I mean, all three of those guys, Turner against Lauer, Correa versus um, Suarez, and... Uh, Machado versus Shields are just, you know, all complete and utter smash spots. So love all those guys here tonight to uh, to do some good things for us. Um, it, let me see if I can't find somebody to pay down for. Maybe a Jose Peraza if he bats leadoff or near the leadoff spot at 3,200. He could be a guy that we're looking to play. Uh, man, that is, you know, could go back to Tim Anderson against Gossman today, you know, 3,300, definitely some strikeout upside there, but batting ninth, not ideal. So this might be a spot where you got to pay up a little bit, even on your, uh, expensive pitcher, um, teams. All right, let's get to the outfield. And the thing that really stood out for me is how underpriced Reese Hoskins appears to be. Now, 
Hoskins has not been as good as I think his namesake has he makes you feel like he should have should be, but he shouldn't be 3,600 against Brandon McCarthy. He should be 4K in this matchup at least, but he's not, and I think a lot of people are going to go there, and I probably will too. Way too talented of a guy, enormous upside. He's popping on every model that I'm looking at. So Hoskins today, 3,600 on uh, DraftKings. Uh, FanDuel, he's 4K. That's about the right price point. And then Fantasy Draft, too cheap as well at 7,600. And then uh, David Peralta um, at 29 on FanDuel, 34 on DraftKings, and 6,900 on Fantasy Draft. Betting leadoff against Shasin in a game that I like to yield a bunch of runs today. So those are two guys who fall in that middle tier. And then we'll see if Chris Young makes the lineup versus Jay Happ. He's probably not going to bat in a good spot. Eighth um, is where we've got him projected. But he's also a guy who's had pretty good track record versus uh, Hap. Uh, eight hits and 23 at-bats, including two homers and two doubles with just two strikeouts. And we know that you know his handedness split that he favors is lefties, and that's what he's getting today. So the thing that makes him super attractive is he's 2,300. I mean, that that's, some, that's a, something that's huge for you, especially as you try to kind of build these lineups. So... Uh, I think a lot of people could consider him today. And I don't mind, you know, this sounds weird because he's really been a disappointment this year. And, you know, even the game logs are ugly. But, you know, Byron Buxton against Boyd might be a spot where we can consider playing him. You hate batting, taking guys eighth, ninth spot because, you know, perfect example yesterday, only got three at-bats in that game. But he's super cheap and he gives you that that stolen base upside, which, you know, if he gets a stolen base for you, you basically made value. And I think there's a chance that that could potentially happen here in a game which I feel like the Twins can score some runs, that lineup can turn over. Um, I think Young is going to be the the popular sub-3K guy, but if you want a 1% own 3K guy, I'm throwing Byron Buxton's name out there. Uh, other names for us to look at, Derek Dietrich, 2,900 versus Wheeler. Uh, we talked about the troubles for uh, for Wheeler versus lefties, so there's a guy for you to play. Juan Soto, we'll see his ownership. You know, first pitch he saw took deep, a three-run home run. Uh, Eric Lauer, you know, not a great pitcher, going to see some of the bullpen anyway. He's only 2,900 over on DraftKings. On FanDuel, he's 25. On Fantasy Draft, he's 58. So we'll see how many people chase that. Um, moving up a little bit in the bats, uh, outfielders against, uh, James Shields are something to look at. Trey Mancini's 3,800, uh, Corey Dickerson versus Matt Harvey. Really like him tonight. Harvey's terrible. It's just, nobody really loves playing Pittsburgh bats and I get it. I don't love playing them either, but if there is a, you know, uh, one spot in Pittsburgh, I don't mind. It's, you know, that outfield. So, uh, guys like Polanco, guys like um, Dickerson, you know, maybe even Josh Bell over there at first base. You know, those are the power bats that I'm more comfortable with. You know, Francisco Cervelli, I guess he, I guess you could play him at catcher at 3,500 against Matt Harvey. guess you could do it. I mean, Harvey's awful. Like, he's really, really, really bad. So, uh, definitely, you know, Dickerson's the one guy that I think gives you the most upside at uh, under 4K for us tonight. Um, and then, you know, we can get into the absolute studs for us today. You get Giancarlo Stanton versus a lefty. You know what to do when that happens. You usually play him, especially a lefty like Hamels, who I feel is going to have some regression. We got George Springer 
versus Suarez, a smash spot. We've got Charlie Blackman versus Brock Stewart. Uh, um, Colorado with a really low team total again today, but you know Blackman's the one guy that you can usually play, and the thing is you're going to get him at you know way low ownership today. Nobody's going to play Charlie Blackman when they can get Giancarlo Stanton at that same salary. Mookie Betts is up to 6K today. I'm probably not going to pay that number on Mookie Betts here tonight, um, but... He's like MVP, like just crushing everything. So I get it, <laughs> but no thanks at that price. I think that's going to be uh, a pass spot for me. Uh, let's quickly see if other guys um, pop here. Now Peralta talked about Hoskins, Corey Dickerson, Marcelo Zuna still a little cheap at 3,200. Um, don't mind him. I mean, the Cardinals do have a pretty impressive team total today. Jason Hamill. Is, is kind of trash. And then we've got O'Neal, who hit home run again. That's three in a row for him. Can he make it four tonight? Still pretty moderately priced, I think, in the mid-threes over on DraftKings. But uh, there you go. That's uh, the outlook for you today in Major League Baseball, hitting it up position by position. And obviously, we don't have the lineups. If you want my thoughts after the lineups, you got to go to SiriusXM tonight. From 6 to 7, me and STL Cardinals are going to be breaking it down for you live on the radio, taking your calls. And I do want to remind you as well, STL Friday, don't miss out. He's going to be doing an afternoon webinar for you on Lineup HQ Mass Multi-Entry as he is going to show you all the tricks you need to know to be able to get the exposures you want, locking pitchers, building player pools, and uh, and yeah, it's going to be awesome. Be taking your questions during the webinar, and if you've got questions ahead of time that you want answered, if you can't make it, it will be available for replay, but make sure you get those questions in. We've got a forum thread on Roto-Grinders going right now where you can uh, you know submit those you know, inquiries over to cards and uh, should be a great thing for you happening on Friday afternoon. But uh, we are out of here for today. Thanks so much to Fantasy Draft for their support. Thank you for listening, downloading. You want to do me one better? Leave a review over there on iTunes. Say, love the Daily Fantasy Fix or Dan does a good job or we appreciate him breaking the games down. You don't even have to say you like me. Just give me five stars move on your merry way but uh we appreciate everybody who does that and uh of course supporting our sponsors like fantasy draft is even better so i'll be back again on a wednesday edition for the podcast tomorrow if you've got any feedback find me on twitter at dan underscore bach you spell that b-a-c-k and uh, talk to you again tomorrow morning good luck everybody we'll see you Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only.